Welcome back to another episode of Thinky Caps. And today we're talking about five predictions marketers cannot ignore in 2021. These are things you have to act on. Let's dig in. Okay, Rich, five predictions that marketers have to deal with. What's number one? Well, my first prediction, and actually uh, some of the subsequent predictions after this, could be uh, entitled No Cookies, No Problem. Mm. Now, um, we all know cookies are going away. It's causing uh, marketers to change some of their processes and strategies. And Forrester makes a, a good prediction, I think, for 2021, which is that as part of this uh, issue with cookies going away, 25% of CMOs will adopt a zero-party data strategy mm. in 2021. Now, what is zero-party data? This is data that is collected willingly, uh, transparently from consumers, uh, willingly uh, given uh, in information about motivations, desires, interests, preferences, usually in return for some sort of value exchange, therefore allowing the marketer to personalize messages, content, advertising, offers in a consented way. Yep. Uh, so zero-party data, big prediction, 25% of CMOs, and one that I, I completely agree with. So, yeah, that's number one. Cool. Well, I'm going to move to number two, which is the reinvention of personalization. Oh, personalization yeah. is everything in 2021. It used to be that your systems, you know, all your siloed data couldn't really act in real time. That is no longer an excuse. You can get over that. In fact, Gartner notes that 25, I'm sorry, 27% of marketers believe that data is the key obstacle in the personalization, revealing weaknesses and data collection, integration, and protection. So, you know, but that should not stop you from personalization, right? Yeah, and as, as Seth Godin said at the uh, keynote he gave at, at Signals uh, 20, mm -hmm. the personalization um, is, is really about being personal, right? <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's the segment of one. Um, which traditional personalization isn't the segment of one. It's yeah. broad-based yeah, segmentation yeah, segments. You know, versus really understanding the individual, their preferences, their motivations, their desires. Well, again, it's, it's all about a data-driven approach. And to your point, you can get to that scalability of a one-to-one -one level. And in fact, we'll have a report uh, very shortly here, I think, believe in March, Achita, um, where we're, we're getting 300 brand marketers to tell us what are their hurdles, how do they get over them, and... and what do you need to do to actually personalize? So you're going to have to do it in 2021. Yeah. What else you got? It's a, it, it's, it's a continuation of the, the, the reinvention of personalization. Fair. And, and that is number three is if content is king, then context is queen. And what we mean by that is all of this data that we now need to collect around consumers because cookies are, are going away. So that is, you know, not just zero-party data strategies, which is where you ask the consumer for information about their preferences and desires. But you can also, as a brand, pull together all of your first-party data from all the interactions you have direct with that consumer, whether they're you know coming into your shop and interacting with your, your point-of-sale system or going onto your website and uh, making an order there or opening emails or whatever it may be, whatever interaction they have, mobile, social, web, you know, in-store, bringing all those data points together to really understand that consumer yeah. and their behavior, 
that is that's the sort of foundation for the reinvention of personalization but you also need to understand the context of where that consumer is within the customer journey in order to deliver the right message at the right time on the right channel and that's what we're going to see in 2021 I uh, you know i'm so excited we're preparing another thinking caps episode with one of our great partners that talks especially about that how do you bring weather data and other contextualized data that literally explains where the customer is like today Day in the moment and that that window of opportunity for you to personalize and bring the context the offer the message at the right and time right place and it's not possible without you know all of this data coming in and the customer journeys that you've set out or you need to have deep machine learning yeah. to really make sense of all this data to deliver uh, the right message at the right time on the right channel and, and so obviously AI big part of what's going to happen in 2021 uh, totally agree totally agree number four this is one that I know you've talked a lot about in 2020 give us your take on it yeah what's the title it is a really interesting so the title is the social media quagmire right gives marketers a social dilemma and you know anybody that's watched uh the social dilemma on netflix Mm -hmm. you know will probably be left under no doubt um quite the scale of what we saw in 2020 particularly the back half of 2020 with things like the stop hate for profit movement you know the major advertisers pulling away from uh uh, advertising on things like facebook particularly facebook facebook and google other, other social uh platforms um you know we we would be remiss to think that that was a 2020 issue. Yeah. 2021 has started off, and my prediction is that this this uh, social media quagmire and the social dilemma that marketers have is going to snowball yep. through the course of 2021. And just put this in context of what we've seen in the last couple of weeks with the uh, ele- U.S. elections and what's happened around the the, oh, the transfer yeah. of power. The storming of the Capitol building uh, is shining a giant spotlight on how disinformation, conspiracy theories are proliferating on social platforms. Uh, and we're going to see, you know, as, as the investigations launch forward, more reaction, I think, from businesses. Well, we're already seeing that today, but more reaction from businesses and from marketers responding to, to what we now know is a very very serious problem not just for democracy but also for society at large yeah and look with the change of administration my prediction there sub prediction on this one is you will see regulation on privacy laws and everything increase right Mm -hmm. gdpr and and as it snowballs i think you're going to see more of that so if i put myself back in my brand marketer role do I really want to put all my eggs into that social basket or do I need to take some of them back into what we're talking about? Personalization, owned channels, email, SMS, things I can control rather than these wall gardens of, hey, what's the viability? Yeah, I mean, advertise on third-party platforms like Facebook and Google to get them off those platforms. <laughs> exactly, into your own database. Into your own database yeah. and start to build that direct-to-consumer relationship. Control that conversation. I love it. All right. Number five. Number five, I believe, is going to be a surge in loyalty marketing in 2021, but with a little twist. So in times of recession, we know it is easier to get money out of existing customers than to go and spend and acquire new ones. You need to do both. You need to balance that. But uh, it's going to be a lot easier to to get money out of your loyalty programs if you don't have one. So in fact, we commissioned some original uh, data last, last year in 2020. 
And we found that nine times as many Americans are looking for more loyalty from the brands that they actually engage with. Yeah, so that's with. participation in more loyalty programs. Yeah. Like that's a clear indication from consumer research that brands need to be putting more loyalty programs in place. They need to be yes. investing in the loyalty yes. programs they have and leveling up. And let's, I mean, guess what? I mean, that's massively connected to what we're talking about here with the social media quagmire. If yep. you've got, if you advertise on those platforms, get them into your database and then put that loyalty program in place to incentivize more engagement over time. That's how you can start to do your personalization yeah. to your consumer. You're, you're t reducing your risk of putting all your eggs in the, the, the social media platform basket. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all connected. It's creating your own environment for your consumers to, to, to interact in. And look, everybody has loyalty and, and let's not, just say that loyalties points equals rewards redemption of a thousand points equals 10 bucks i mean there's emotional loyalty there there's a lot of things that go on in loyalty and and look we've seen as the case study with Salon group from the signal session in late 2020 they're getting a 10 times lift in revenue from using personalization in their loyalty platform so not only can you get more out of loyalty but you can really personalize it and get even bigger lift so loyalty is a must-have if you have one think about rebooting it make sure your strategy is on point make sure you're personalizing but loyalty is a I, huge one i would also just quickly add to that that um if you're thinking about loyalty and you think well i'm not a i'm not a hotel or an airline why do i need a loyalty program Go check out the Vans case study yeah, uh, uh, at Signals on the TutorDigital.com, yeah. where their loyalty program is all about experiences. Yeah, it's not no about, discounts. It's not discounts. It's not points for purchases. It's about getting that relationship between you and the consumer. 50% of their direct-to-consumer revenue in North America is booked through loyalty. Okay, that's it for today. We're keeping it short. Again, you can find us on TutorDigital.com, all of our resources, our blogs, Apple, for our podcast. We'll see you next time.